You are now tuning into the In the Pocket edition of the Gainsport Show, powered by the Game Entertainment and Media, also known as GEM. This In the Pocket edition is presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Sports Center Bar and Grill is located on 624 Wellington Street West in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada, and has been named the Sioux's Best Sports Bar for five years in a row. Count them, five years in a row. Also named the Sioux's Best Wings for two years in a row. Head on down to Sports Center today to enjoy many delicious menu options in house or for takeout. In particular, highlight Mondays and Wednesdays so you can have the pleasure to enjoy 75 cent wings from the best in town. Sports Center is the original home to the game sports show since 2015, a true member of the family. And with the atmosphere Sports Center brings, there is no better spot to enjoy the game or time with friends. The game sports show sends a cheers and a salute to the Sioux's best sports bar. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. It is the In the Pocket Edition, Season 5, Episode 8, presented by SportsCenter Bar and Grill and powered by the Game Entertainment and Media. It is your host, David McCaig Jr. And as I mentioned, this is presented by SportsCenter Bar and Grill, Sioux City, Ontario's best sports bar five years in a row, best wings two years in a row. And let me remind you, polls are open. Get your votes in. Let's make it six and let's make it three, respectively, because it is well-deserved. It's Sioux State Marie, Ontario's best sports bar, uh, Sports Center Bar and Grill. And as I mentioned, I'm David. I am joined by the full panel. And yes, I missed last week. I've missed four out of the last five, I would say, around there. For shows. Uh, We're just glad that you're back. And yes, I, you know what, EJ, you did a great job. And let's go to you first. Uh, you subbed in for me hosting in my absences for uh, schedule conflict reasons. I want to introduce you first. You're the one and only. You're loud. You're a Browns fan. You're in Escanaba, Michigan. Everyone loves you. Everyone loves to hate you. I don't know why I said that. It just fit. The one and only EJ fucking Russell. EJ, how's it Yo! What's up, boys? First of all, I'd like to say that and Tyler gets this because we've had many struggles with the hot seat. Why is it that every time I host the show, it becomes impossible to upload and I'm 12 hours behind schedule? It's so bad. You're cursed. You're cursed. That's I'm it. Cur- I, That's it. And, and here's the thing. Like, I'll have an episode work and I'll do it one way and then I go to do it the same way the next week and it just doesn't work. I don't know what it is, but I'm happy to be here, Dave. I think all of us are happy you're back so that it'll get uploaded on time. But I think all of us are a little upset that you're back because we enjoyed talking a little bit of trash about you while you were away. You know what? It's fun. <laughs> I love it. I do love it. I enjoyed your episodes. Everything was great. The listeners loved it too. Everyone loves the in the pocket segment. It's actually the first show that we've ever uploaded with Sue Ontario's The Game Sports Show. And that was even before hockey. That's very interesting fact. Everyone maybe would think that hockey would be my first show. No, it was not. It was football and that was probably the last guess anybody would have uh, but nonetheless in the pocket well, five the one thing that i find kind of funny is is we were getting ready to do the show and everybody's you know heichel and me are all busting each other's balls about being on time excuse me at least when i was 12 hours late we recorded the show on time dave thanks for being late again uh, they, i might be late for my own <laughs> but now the other voice that you heard while ej was talking Okay, he's Escanaba Excellence, the notorious N-O-R-S-E, the one and only Tyler Woolett. Tyler, 
What's going on? I think I nailed that. Oh, you nailed it. That was great. EJ's pumping his fist. That He's was, so proud of that you. Was, that was probably <laughs> the better than any entrance I've ever given him. That was perfect. That was great. Oh, die. you're great at it. I just wrote it down. Uh-huh. Usually, I feel bad. I don't write things down. We don't follow a script typically, so I had to look at that to nail it. I got, I'll got. Right. i be perfect if I can memorize it, okay? And I'm not going to retry it because what I just did I felt was perfect enough. But that is a great introduction. I'll make sure that I state that every time. On yes. This. Now, I want to go over to somebody who's actually one of the more senior. If you pull up the seniority list on the game sports show and the game entertainment and media, you know, you can pull up Scott Nason, you can pull up Butch Davis, you can pull up Jamie Antonello. But in between that, after myself and Scott, there's one person that is after us. And he's actually third on the seniority list, if you will. Okay, he has sat beside me. We met at a previous place of employment talking shit about a hockey team that we both love that I'm not going to say this episode, not going to say that name. I'm going to make sure I don't say it once. Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I did it. While we were talking that, all of a sudden, <laughs> the game sports show was happening, and then we got chatting, and then he comes on and meets us at Sports Center for In the Pocket with myself, Dustin Grondin. Wow, that's a uh, ghost of a name. Jamie Antonello. And also Pat DeLuca. Does everyone remember Pat DeLuca being one of the hosts on the show? Nobody does because Pat DeLuca was. No, I might have been. I might have been around back then, but I wasn't on the show with him. I remember that name, though, Dave. Three episodes Pat was there for. There were epic episodes. There was one episode that we did that took three and a half hours at SportsCenter. Okay, that is a fucking joke. That episode is now in the archives, never to be heard of again, while we were sitting there drunk off our asses talking absolute nonsense. And I think we talked hockey in the same thing, too. Hockey always gets brought up. But, Hike, I can, that's your introduction. It's a little bit longer than usual, a little bit more detailed, but it's well-deserved for one of the more senior individuals next to myself, Scott, and Butch. And I don't mean that in age, but you're the one only, Justin Heichel, my friend, Colt fan. How's it going? I'll take a girthy intro. That's not that bad. But uh, yeah, no, that episode, that was like a nine jugger. That was a bad one. I was fucking not feeling, feeling like Dave hundred percent. I was, I, man, I, no, man, that, that episode's like some NFL emails. You got to delete that shit. <laughs> I, it was on Podomatic. If anybody can find that episode, it was season one for sure. So it was five years ago. Okay, and Dustin and Jamie brought a script to the show, and it was five pages typed, five pages typed with all different topics, pulling out our phone, and we were talking about each team. I remember sitting there. We got there at 8.30 because we used to record from 9 to 10. Fuck that. It was 9 to fucking midnight, 12.30. They kept the bar open so we can finish recording. Okay, yes, we got free pizza because we have the Game Sports Show Pizza at Sports Center. Hey, listeners, if you ever go to Sports Center, you can say, Game Sports Show Pizza, pepperoni, hot peppers, just so everyone knows. But you have a beer there. We're going through beers, pizza. That episode's in the archives on Podomatic. If and no one, we're not on that anymore. But if anyone can find it, send it my way so I can fucking hurl. Okay, that's what I want to do. EJ, you got your <laughs> finger up. I see. Can we admit that we now know that Dave's back because last week we made it all the way until like. 56 minutes until the first app bomb. Dave does it in the fucking intros. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) We're back, baby. And here's the thing. Uh, We are going to video soon. Very, very soon. Uh, And that sounds very unprofessional. But we do have our expected launch for our platform to be in November for the game, entertainment, and media, TGEM. And 
There's going to be a lot uploaded on there for content, different categories, et cetera. But all the content that we're going to be able to provide, it won't be just be on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Podtail, Google. It won't be just on those platforms. It will be available on YouTube and we will be doing video. As of now, no one could see this, but myself, EJ, and Tyler have our videos up. Heichel never does. And I told Heichel to make sure he gets that going because you got to get that video going there, Hike, in the next few weeks. But I'm well, he's still saying- using the, he's still using a flip phone. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm on my cell phone. I'm just wandering around. I'm in the garage. He has his shirt off. My... He's walking around in boxers with his shirt off. It's okay. I do it too. But we're sitting here, and I, I can't really show. I have a, I have a beer up to the camera that is really awful radio once you're not on video. But it's a Northern Superior Lager. Okay, it is the original beer from Northern Superior. It is delicious. Okay, it goes down smooth, delicious. Heck. It will make you just excited to drink beer again. That's what I'm adding to that point. You know what? Not that you don't stop drinking beer, but when you have this beer, it will remind you why you like beer. That is my point with Northern, the way that I describe it. It will remind you how you like beer. Northern Superior, where they're superior, and it's a Northern thing. There's two ad placements. It's obviously, this episode is presented by Sports Center, but we got to get some love to Northern Superior. Okay, fantastic. And I want to give a shout out to Mike Flamia, 45 Social. Little Caesars Pizza, that guy is running ship, but that's for another conversation. Let's get to the agenda of the show because we're only going to be recording as of right now. We're about 630. We only have till about five to seven as yours truly, again, as commitments beyond that. So we're going to kind of alter the schedule a little bit in terms of kind of going to go around the horn. EJ, Tyler, Hike are going to bring up a couple points from last week that they want to discuss. Really no feedback, just their own thing that they want to talk about. I'll end that uh, point, and then we're going to segue into the pick'em. And then when we segue into the pick'em, we'll announce our picks. And Justin, before that, we'll state the updated standings of the pick'em. And then to conclude the show, any final thoughts that will go around the horn as well. And I'm going to put a time limit on this. So EJ, you got a minute to tell me something about last week. We'll go to Heiko second. Tyler third, me last. Hike or EJ, sorry, go. Well, I've always done a very good job of trying not to talk about the Browns. It becomes very difficult for me not to do that, but I would really like to compliment the way that my Cleveland Browns played this week against the Denver Broncos. Unfortunately, you three all picked Cleveland Browns to win last week. I, being the only Cleveland Browns fan, did not. And it makes me feel like a bad fan. But when the injury list was as long as it is, it becomes really hard to pick a team to win, especially when you're running offense, when uh, you're starting quarterback questionable, you're starting running back out, second string running back out, starting wide receiver out, second best wide receiver questionable, uh, left tackle, center, right guard, all questionable. The, the list just kept going. And I would very much like to compliment the Browns offensive line. Thank you very much for fighting through the adversity that you had to deal with. But the ability to come out of that game and have a guy like Ernest Johnson, who's touched the ball maybe 30, I think the number is 33 times in the last season, season and a half, maybe even two seasons. He only touched the ball 33 times, I think, in regular season play. To come out and earn the FedEx Crown Player of the Week like he did and put together the type of performance that he did, that told me a lot more about my Cleveland Browns than I even knew. Uh, This is a team that's going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers who are not in a great situation. They're going to play on the road. The Steelers are this week against my Cleveland Browns. Um, Whether or not Baker Mayfield plays, I think that the Browns do find a way to squeak this one out. Nick Chubb comes back to Ernest Johnson is going to be that second touch 
Um, we're going to have a really hard time keeping a guy like that because now he immediately becomes trade bait. I mean, you, you can go out and, and get a nice defensive player, maybe a draft pick for Ernest Johnson, who's barely touched a ball in his career. He's very underutilized. He's been very underused, which means he's still got a lot of life left on his tires. Um, the, the Cleveland Browns really came out this week and surprised me aligned on that. Love that. Hike, you're up. Well, <clears throat> I think everyone maybe knows where I'm going here. Uh, confirmed the Baltimore Ravens were frauds, and uh, Cincinnati's going to continue or trend on the upward uh, to run that division by the end of the season, I think. I'm a Joe Burrow fan. I don't know what it is, but he's like he's like Carson Palmer with a little bit better knees. Incrementally he's better from, knees. And he's from Ohio. Well, there's that too, but I think I think the real point here is that the Baltimore Ravens are frauds. That's what I got. Frauds. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang my hat on that for a couple weeks now. So Baltimore Ravens are frauds. Well, hold on. <laughs> what makes them frauds? Is it is it that Lamar Jackson and that offense isn't as good as you expected them to be, or is the defense that bad? Hike, it's got to be one of the two. I Lamar Jackson has to either be a quarterback or a running back. Eventually, he's gonna. I mean, like if he, I feel like stereotypical just complaining about him, you know, being a running back or running the ball too much. But I mean, their passing game isn't that bad, but it's just you know what they're gonna do. There's not. Like they don't. They don't have a run game outside of Lamar Jackson. So well, well, the problem, go- well, the issue is that, and, and here's where it becomes difficult, in my opinion. I'll, I'll go real quick here. Lamar Jackson has significantly improved on his accuracy in the last couple of years. This early part of the season, the Baltimore Ravens aren't being the team that I think we all thought they were going to be. But Lamar Jackson isn't the problem. I think that the defense is a problem. Lamar Jackson is doing everything he can to, to continue to bring success to his team. And they're still sitting second in the AFC North, which is probably one of the most competitive divisions of football. Cincinnati's sitting at the top. Cincinnati's at the top of the AFC while Pittsburgh's eating KFC. Big Ben, what's up, buddy? Uh, it, it's it's just one of those things where I think Baltimore's a better team than you're giving them credit for, but I think the defense is a problem. But, I mean, like, we're at week seven, and we're already saying, like, Lamar Jackson has to do everything possible to help his team win. There's ten more weeks in the season before we even hit the playoffs. Like, he needs a little bit of help. And I definitely agree with you. The defense is is definitely lacking there, but their offense is pretty – like, it's two-dimensional. You know what they're going to do, and it's been the same – it's the same storybook for a while now. If Mark Andrews gets hurt or, you know, Hollywood Brown gets hurt, that's – they're done. I mean, he's – Lamar Jackson's one one hit away from Baltimore being in big trouble. I like that. Good point. Tyler, you're up. All right. I'm going to touch on my Detroit Lions. Um, I was so not impressed, pretty impressed this week, actually. I, I like what Dan Campbell did. Um, I don't know if you guys caught the game, but the trick plays in the first, first quarter were unreal. Uh, the Lions score in the opening drive, which – was not supposed to happen. They go up seven nothing. Onside kick right away. Why not? Get it. Fake punt. Get it. And then they kick the. F- you have ten nothing in the first quarter. All right. And then another fake punt in the first half. Uh, obviously they were gonna lose this game. I had no hope. Like they went up ten nothing in the first. I'm like they're still gonna lose. But uh, I give Dan Campbell credit for like saying fuck it. Like let's do whatever we can. Oh EJ, what do you what are you mad about? Actually no, I don't want to. You no you no I no. Uh, let me ask you this. Does it not tell you 
that your coach isn't confident when he pulls those kind of bullshit plays out in the first quarter. Multiple of them in the first quarter. That that's a play you save for later in the game or later in the season. There were sixteen point underdogs. There were sixteen point underdogs. Yeah, you do. You do whatever you can to. When you're a sixteen point underdog, you do whatever you can. It's the Rams. Oh. Dan Campbell knows he's not. They're not going to win this game as much as the it, only reason you're doing that is because you're playing Matt Stafford. But that's not the game you do that because you shouldn't win that game anyways. He was doing I, it to build some confidence in the players. I mean, yeah, I like that. I love that. They, and yeah, sorry, heck, yeah, you can no, it. it's just if if they pull that off, I mean, you pull one off, every, the bench is going crazy. That's more on the Rams, I think, that they pulled a fake punt two times in the first half. I mean, well, shit, just, if the Lions, if the Lions pull off those fourth down plays against the 49ers and, and uh, who was the other game, uh, the Packers, where, where they had momentum building, well, shit, the Lions might have won that game, but guess what? They didn't. This is not that. I know, but this is not the game you do that. This is not a game that on paper you had a shot at winning. The Rams defense is so much better than your. The Rams defense is. That's why they did it. (laughs) They had to do that type of chance. You you save those plays for a game that you might actually be able to win. I disagree because I don't think they need to use those plays in a game that they have a chance of winning. Like, if they have a chance of winning, they won't be at desperate times. And if you're a 16 point underdog, you do whatever you can. I love that uh, they still lost. The Lions are 0 7. Probably the best 0 7 team almost ever, like, to start 0 7. I, I don't know. I, I, I have them winning against the Eagles this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the only game that I see them having a chance for the rest of the year, to be honest, which is super depressing. But I don't know. I, I like what they did. I like what they did, EJ. You know what? I like that. I like the bickerness. I like that. Get the heat going. You know what you need? Uh, a pint. Northern Superior pints preferred. <laughs> well, yeah, because heaven Lions. forbid, heaven forbid, I ever shut my damn mouth. Lions, Bud Light. That's Ooh. how. That's how you get uh, on the show. EJ is yelling in the background. We have to stick give, together. Give me, give me a minute though. Here. There we go. Why? Why? Why wouldn't? Even if if that's the game you want to do it, why the hell would you do it in the first quarter? You're they're playing. They got down by like twenty points in the. If they you're playing. It. <laughs> okay, so and guess what? They did. They did it early. They still lost. Yeah, Save but it gave in the a chance to win the entire game. They were pretty well in it. Yeah. Or, I got a ten all lead. Well, you, that, so then use one of those plays. Don't use both of them. You have no, to have no, something. The kitchen sink. No, like you play. have to have something in your back pocket for the end of the game. Yeah, every real coach, plays. every coach in this league has a play in their back pocket that they have. 90% confidence in that in, in this particular circumstance, they're going to do it. That That's not – you can't do it twice in the first quarter. I'm sorry. It that, worked both times because it caught them off guard. You know, well, did they win or did they lose? They would have lost either way, Jay. It's just amazing. It okay, so then closer. why – that's what I'm getting at. If you're going to lose anyways, why would you play that card? Save it for a game like the 49ers where you came back and you were sitting there at the end of the game. You bust one of those things out at the end of that game. You might pull it off. But you're playing it in a game where you're not going to win. Why play? They were like why the most make, basic. Why run that plays? Like they weren't like anything crazy. Like any defense. I, I know they were basic. It was Madden. They it. were literally playing Madden. Yeah, like like NFL teams like that they're going to play in the future. Are you saying like they exposed their like playbook by doing this? Because like any NFL team, like I'm not saying like <laughs> yes and no. I'm not saying they're exposing their playbook, but save that play for a game against like. Uh, the Bears, where you might be close again, and you have a, have a shot there because I don't think the Bears are that good. And all of a sudden, you're at this four and three situation on the 23 yard line, and you can throw this 
that this fake field goal play for touchdown. Well, why can't they just, do that anyway? Keeps, like they can still do that. I bet you they do it again in the year. EJ. Okay, so there's a high percentage of fake field goal and fake punt plays that work. Wink, thumbs up for those that are listening. They don't work most of the time. Okay, save the ones the that you know you. Save the one. Okay. Well, those are the two that worked and they used them in a game that they weren't going to win. That's my problem with this. They should have saved it for a game where they had an opportunity that where they actually thought they were going to win. You don't use them in the first quarter is what I'm saying. I loved it. I, heard you, I loved it. I heard you saying. Agree to disagree. I mean, in fairness, I think it worked just purely on the basis that we're talking about the Lions still this week. They need the media attention. And. <laughs> like I said, Usain Bolt is coming out of retirement to sign with the Lions as a punt returner. Uh, I will take it. This uh, is why I have a drinking problem. Because <laughs> of me. <laughs> All right. So my point, I'll keep it brief. One thing that I liked uh, a lot, fellas, is I'm a sentimental guy. I'm going to go this way. You know, when Tom Brady was with the Patriots, and I shared a lot of similarities with Hike and how I felt about Tom Brady. Uh, and the reason why that we felt that way about him is because the fucker won all the time. Okay, all he did was win. All right, he wins, he wins, and he fucking wins. And that's, he went to Tampa Bay. Last year, I was cheering for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, and he won. And I pre- predicted the Bucks to win, Okay. And I didn't go bet. I wish I would have bet because I would have made some cash. Okay, every time I say that, I have good weeks. But then when I actually go bet, I'll probably have a shit week or I'll pick wrong. That's just the way it goes. Can't win if you don't bet. That's true. That's what I like to say. But Tom Brady's <laughs> touchdown, it's a milestone. And that exchange that he made with a fan, okay. Um, so he made an exchange with a fan. And the fan was uh, Byron Kennedy uh, is his name. Okay, and the ball could be worth like almost a million bucks, half a mil to a million bucks at an auction. All right. In exchange for that, he had two signed jerseys, a helmet from Brady, uh, a signed jersey, game cleats from Mike Evans, a thousand dollar credit to the Tampa Bay team store, two season passes for the remainder of this season as well as next year. Uh, and then, of course, Brady revealed on the Monday Night Football. Okay, that it was also that he was giving Kennedy a Bitcoin, which is worth $62,228. Bitcoin. Okay, all this is, you can find this on ESPN. You can find this on Sportsnet, TSN, Inside Hook, anywhere you want to look. Inside Hook's just a little blog. Well, it's not a little blog. It's a floor, it doesn't matter. They're a good site for a lot of news. Uh, and Brady even said, quote, unquote, I don't actually give up too many things, uh, but in this circumstance, I felt that was good to keep. And I love that part of the game. And there's even one part where there was a kid saying that how he's battling cancer and Brady helped him defeat cancer. Of course, you know, Brady's a superhero. He's the goat. I don't know if that was true, but him going up to him, giving him a hat and acknowledging him. There's obviously a lot of that that goes on in the NFL. They get the fan interaction, but to see that and have videos like that, it just makes your fucking day. All right. And Tom Brady with the ball and with the fan, that's such a good story. And then with the child and uh, battling cancer, you know, that just brings a tear to your eye. And, I, that's one thing about the last week that I want to touch on. Fuck talking about a game. Uh, you know, they're always, they've are they been talked about. You guys died into the Lions. I just want to give a shout out to Tom Brady, the Bucks organization, and just the good media casting by multiple sources with all these videos that make you feel good. Especially when you go into work on a Monday or Tuesday or fucking Wednesday because it's not Thursday or Friday yet. Uh, and you those make you feel good. I'm going to go to the... A, just a Michigan guy, too. Let's just put that out there. Yeah, not, just kinda, not a big just a, guy. Just now, a great Michigan guy. 
Now, Hike, we got about 14 minutes or so, my friend. So I want to go to you about the pick'em. Uh, I'm pretty excited about the pick'em because if I have it right, I think I got a one-up on EJ right now based on my asterisks as everyone likes to fucking chirp. But anyways, Hike, give us the updated uh, the uh, updated standings. And can we please tell Dave to shut the fuck up? <laughs> and, then we'll uh, and then we'll pick him. Then the pick'em, I'll start the pick'em. Hike, EJ, Tyler will be the order. Hike, give us the update. All right. So with uh, with the asterisk uh, week there, uh, Dave's at seventy five. Mayfield of Dreams is at seventy four. And uh, oh Tyler... fuck you! How how did I lose a point? I had a good week, man. A very good week. No, you, this is. You... I know this was the worst week of my year. It was. Bad. I averaged like eleven to twelve points a week. This was like yeah. bad. You picked against the Browns, and that's karma. First of all, that was probably let, let, let's be honest for a second. No, that we're was not probably, go back to that. No, that was probably the most educated pick out of any of them. Okay. I knew the stats there. Logic and I just, reason I don't wrong. apply when it comes to gambling. Yeah, I know. So me first, EJ second, who's third, fourth? Uh Tyler and I are locked up at 67. It's a battle for last. We 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 tied this week and Tyler we did won really with well. the tiebreaker. Yeah, we did. I don't know. I don't know what the tiebreaker was, but he won it with the tiebreaker. Last place. But the gift's not the greatest thing, just so everyone knows. But there will, <laughs> there will be a gift for last place. But obviously, the first right. place gets a game entertainment media belt. That's going to be the championship belt. Be pretty fucking sick. Uh, so the game EN, EMN. To be determined. TBD. <laughs> yeah. just be called TBD. To be fucking determined with an F in there. To be fucking determined is the, it's like the I mean, Washington football team. Like they just don't have a name. The, the, the TBD title doesn't sound that bad, to be honest. It actually does not. It actually does not. But anyways, pick them. Going first this week. I got kind of some gambles this week. I want to try to pull away with the lead. If I can get a three or four point lead on EJ, that would give me some nice breathing room going into the midpoints. Ten weeks left in the season. I'm going to go, of course. I love this pick. I've said, I, if the Steelers don't win this year as a Steeler fan, I wanted this team to win. This is the team that I wanted to win this year. And they're my division title favorite for their division. The Arizona Cardinals uh, will beat the Packers this week. I love it. Keep chugging on. Keep flying on, uh, Cardinals. Not Eagles. Fuck no. Uh, Falcons, Bills. So I'm going to choose the Falcons over the Panthers. Bills over the Dolphins. Um, I am going to pick the 49ers. Uh, over the Bears. I think it's a pretty easy. I almost went Bears, just gut feeling, but I smartened up. I'm going to go Steelers over the Browns this week. A little bit of a biased pick. I've got to have the one. I like Big Ben in this game. Maybe he'll step up. Maybe not. Come on. We have to pause here. It's you versus me this week. Yes, it is. I'm, I've got the Browns. You've got the Steelers. Okay, I'm going to jump in with my pick, but should should we wager something here? I feel like we should. I think we should, and we'll touch you on should. that. We think of something. You're good at thinking of things, so think of it. Uh, okay. Lions, I'm picking the Lions over the Eagles this week. As Tyler said, I, I think this is the fucking week. You know, they're not going to go over this year. They can't. You know? I think they might. <laughs> I'm picking them too. <laughs> That's one pick this week that I'm hoping might separate me a little bit. Titans over the Colts. Sorry, Justin. Henry's an absolute fucking monster. Uh, Cincinnati over the Jets. 
Uh, Rams over the Texans. I love Stafford with the Rams. It just feels right. The chart, no offense, Lions fans. Chargers over the Patriots. Seahawks over the Jags. Broncos over Washington. I got the Bucks over the Saints. Cowboys over the Vikings and Chiefs over the Giants. I did pick more favorites than non-favorites, but I have a couple different picks. Tiebreakers, 42-14, Chiefs over the Giants. I got the Cowboys beating the Vikings 35 uh, to 21. And then for the most points this week, Buffalo. Uh, and for the least points this week, the fucking Dolphins, uh, as I continue to swear again. So that's my picks this week. Rain it in. You got the first place, Gem Prez. TGM Prez. I guess I got to change that. Wow. I got to make sure I change that. Hike, you're up next. All right. Uh, so I've got Arizona over Green Bay on Thursday nighter. Falcons over the Panthers because the Panthers are a goddamn mess. Uh, Buffalo over the Dolphins. San Fran over Chicago. Cleveland over Pittsburgh because fuck the Steelers. Uh, Detroit over Philly. Colts over Tennessee. Cincinnati over the Jets because uh, screw Joe Flacco and the Jets. Uh, Rams over Houston. Chargers over New England. I'm, I was tossed up on that one. Jacksonville over Seattle, Washington over Denver, Tampa over New Orleans, Dallas over Minnesota, and KC over the Giants on Monday night. But again, torn up on that one. Uh, and then I got the Giants 28, Kansas City 31 in the Monday nighter. And the Sunday nighter, I got Dallas 51, Minnesota 54. Most points on the week, Cincinnati. Fewest points on the week, the Jets. No, he doesn't think the Jets make it the most. Just kidding. Next, I think I said Tyler was next. I could be wrong out of my order already, but we'll go to Tyler next. All right, sounds good. I want to pat myself on the back really quick. Betting this week, I went 8-0 and in bets. Like, straight up for NFL, 8-0 and from Thursday through Sunday in NFL picks. That's the best I've ever done in betting on a NFL slate. Just got to do that really quick. And 11-1 and on uh, picks with Hike. So good, good for us. Uh, the bottom is doing good. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I think we all have the Cardinals. That COVID news without Devontae kind of hurts the Packers' chances on a short week. Uh, I have the Falcons at home as well. Bills over Miami. I have the Bears at home against San Fran. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, I just got feeling, like you said, Bears. I didn't smart enough, though, like uh, you, Dave. Um, we got the Browns at home and with you, EJ. Uh, Lions at home. It's going to be close. That's probably going to be my deal breaker for the week, but whatever. Uh, I have the Titans at the Colts. Uh, this is a like a pick em game I'm betting. Like the line is even, which is like weird. There's no favorite. thought the Titans would be favored by a little more. Um, I have the Bengals at New York. Uh, I have the Rams at the Texans. Let's see. Chargers at home against the Patriots. That might be closer than people think. Chargers are coming up a bye, though, so it should be good. Uh, Seattle at home against Jacksonville. They are going to destroy them, even with Geno Smith. Um, I'm thinking Washington at Denver. I don't think Denver is good at all. Uh, their defense is all right, but Teddy B is just not really doing it this year, as you can see in Cleveland. Um, I'm on Washington there. Uh, Tampa at New Orleans. I have Tampa in that one. And I'm picking the Vikings this week at home. Uh, they are coming off a bye. I think they're going to be prepared for Dallas. It's a Sunday night game uh, in Minnesota. That place gets pretty crazy. So I, I like the Vikings in that one. Uh, then and Dak, Dak is rock. Dak is rocky too. His calf is a little banged up, so I, I do like the Vikings in that one. And uh, I have Kansas City bouncing back at home against New York. That should be. I don't know. Kansas City has not been good at all this year. It's been weird, uh, like really bad. Uh, but the Giants are a mess with injuries, so I got Kansas City there. EJ, EJ? Russell. 
Well, it was really hard for me to stay quiet for all of that time. Number two. Um, I couldn't number, even yeah. imagine what you were feeling. I never staying two. quiet. Is it number two? Like Dr. Evil? Number two. I, I've never <laughs> wanted to commit an international crime more than I do right now. <laughs> uh, no this week i'll tell you guys what um normally there are a few games that i can justify going against the grain but this week i'm going with all favorites i'm going to keep it nice and simple cardinals over packers falcons over panthers bills over dolphins 49ers road win against the bears browns at home uh i actually think that that's the game of the week um that could be a very close game eagles lines i will take the eagles uh, Titans over Colts, Bengals over Jets, Rams over the Texans, Chargers at home versus the Pats. I think Justin Herbert's for real. I've said that multiple times on this show. Uh, Seahawks beat the Jags at home. Broncos win. Buccaneers win. Cowboys win. Although I think that that's probably the second best game. Tyler, I really like the way that you called that. The Vikings are a better football team that they're getting credit for this year. Uh, then I, the Chiefs got to find a way to fix themselves. They're going to win at home over the Giants. Uh, Chiefs 24, Giants 21, Cowboys 35, Vikings 28, most points Tampa, least points Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, yeah. I did do my uh, tiebreakers. I'll do those. No one cares because you're in the cellar. (laughs) It's not going to matter. But I got Kansas City 31, uh, Giants 17, Minnesota 28, Dallas 24, uh, most points the Rams and least Jacksonville, just like you, EJ. Well, Dave, I just want to make sure. Did you save your picks this week? Because you didn't on that first one. <laughs> well, let's want to make sure. Up. You know, let's double check. You know, so I can look, uh, go look at it one more time here as I load it. Oh, look, the sandies are right there. Oh, first oh look, here's this on the screen that we're not going to tell viewers what I'm doing, but it definitely involves my hand. Oh, for uh, first place, oh, that's your number one, buddy. <laughs> but you're number one in the hearts that's all but yeah this picks have been saved and i think justin can confirm them if we need to I got- i'm everyone's favorite show member from ohio no you're everyone's favorite show member period we'll just file say tyler and, and hike have no problem admitting that either i know uh, from ohio, yeah but tyler's got right. tyler's got a cooler nickname than i do though the notorious his, his intro is so much better Notorious. Notorious. There it is. That should be his intro every time. All right. So all I'm going to do is go around the horn before we wrap up in the pocket. A little bit more of a quicker edition this week, but it's always fun. Great content. Uh, of course, two little pieces I'll mention. People ask about local football this year. We didn't get the opportunity to do too much coverage in terms of local football. Uh, we uh, were with COVID, everything's still going on. We were still cautious about how we approach that. Uh, we will be addressing the local football recap for the season and hopefully getting Tom Annett on in the near future as a guest. Uh, so, and also in that time, hopefully Jamie Antonello can return uh, to the panel uh, to discuss with us and make a panel of five, uh, as well as hopefully we can get some more su- surprise ghosts that have not been on for a long time, Primo and Dustin, but I'm not going to hold my breath for either of those. Uh, but hopefully that when we connect next week a bit more verification on some of the local football the people have been asking me about uh, for uh, in terms of core football etc and high school football in general both united states and canadian side of sioux state marie and also even just northern ontario people in sudbury people north bay have connected they'd like that news hey if you got news you want me to talk about send it my way i only know what you tell me to help discuss. So second point I'll bring up, uh, I want to say something this for this week coming up. And that is, I always like talking about the toilet bowl this week. 
And you know what? I was really hovering what the hell is going to be a toilet bowl this week between the Bears and 49ers or uh, even maybe Geno Smith throwing the ball with, against Jacksonville. But the toilet bowl this week is definitely the Eagles and the Lions. Uh, that is my toilet bowl uh, this week. So I want us to kind of say what toilet bowl was. I'm not going to get into any more previews with this week. That's all I'm going to say about this week. Uh, we only have a few minutes left, so I'm going to give some time to the fellas before we wrap up. I'm going to go to EJ first. EJ, any final thoughts or anything you want to mention? Updates with this week? Floor's yours for a minute or two. Yeah, I would just let's say that Tyler is probably the nicest person that I've ever met. Thank you for that lovely message That's that you just showed me. <laughs> um, Dave, here's what I think the bet should be. Oh, the bet. Yes, okay. So we have to gamble something, okay? Here's what we're going to do. If I win, if the Browns beat the Steelers, you have to go and purchase the beer of my choosing. One bottle of it, whatever it is. I'll try to make it something you can purchase as a single. But I don't care how much it costs. You got to buy it. We're not talking $100 bottles of beer, but like, oh, if it's $10 bottle of beer, you're buying it. You know what I mean? That's okay, so I'll spend ten dollars. We get free beer from Northern. Come on, <laughs> right? Okay, so then fine. If I win, you send me a growler of Northern Superior, and if you win, I'll pay for your growler of Northern Superior. That's the bet. That's a very strange bet, but I'll I'll pay it. I'll pay the shipping because we're not right by each other like we used to be. <laughs> but if I win, you have to ship me. A growler, okay, that's one of these right here. Yeah, I got one. Hello, United States Air Force. Uh, yeah, you got to ship me one of these full of Northern Superior Brewing Company beer. And if you win, I will pay for one of those for you. That's the bet. Love that. Okay, deal. I'll, I'll stick my hand out. Virtual shake, shake, shake. shake. We got witnesses. Hike, you I see witness. it? Right we saw it. We saw it. Right. It's down. Go Browns. It's fair. Northern Superior is getting drank the hell down here. Now, okay, that's EJ's minute or so. Tyler, Hike, any final points or anything you want to talk about this week before we wrap up? I'll go to Hike first, if that's cool. Uh, all I really got is uh, hopefully Colts win this week. Run the damn ball. Love it. Straight to the point. He's a Colt fan, as you can tell. Tyler. Uh, yeah, so a big weekend in college football. Michigan is ah, at Michigan State. I will be in East Lansing, uh, probably drunk by 7 a.m. because it's a noon game. Um, it is going to be unreal. I will be tailgating and uh, not going to the game. Uh, I'm going to be staying with a bunch of state fans, a couple of Michigan guys too, but uh, I'm a huge Michigan fan. So six versus eight. Uh, game day is there. Barstool is there. Fox is there. Everyone's there for the game. So East Lansing is going to be insane this weekend, and I'm extremely excited. I'll be there Friday night, and yeah, go blue. Go blue. We do talk college football on this as well, but I'm going to give EJ maybe that lead starting next week, but we'll connect on that. We no, Tyler. Tyler knows it better than I do. All right, well, then you both can lead some college football segments. For sure. Let's get in. Let's get down stretch, like some very important games coming up, so. Well, then we'll do that because we have talked about it on the show before, but we've gotten a lot sidetracked with NFL stories, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we got some things to add to our agenda. Well, let's well, let's well, let's burst something really quickly. Tyler, me, you. Let's do a small college football show. Dave, you moderate. Let's do a, a weekly show the rest of the way. That means that you want me to host, host and lead to you, and then moderate and edit after. <laughs> no, but you know how. But oh, yeah, because apparently I can't do it, but. Uh, no, like, you know how Skip and Stephen A, they always had that cute girl in the middle. You can be that cute girl in the middle. Oh, 
I love it. I'm down. I'll work. <laughs> All right. So, Justin, my friend, I want to say thank you to you for, you know, being you, man. You know? <laughs> no, no problem, Dave. I'll, I'll keep it up. Uh, are you ready for pictures in the next week or so, my friend? I'm always ready for pictures. Love that. Tyler, I know you're not going to be here for pictures. I'll send you a, a, a selfie of some sort. I just got a new LinkedIn picture, so I can I can send you that. Oh, sweet, bro, LinkedIn. <laughs> Tyler, thanks for coming on tonight, man. We'll see. Yeah, you. for sure. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. EJ, man, the my listen, okay. That hair looks great. You can't see it. That's awful radio. I got to stop. Uh, and the thing is, though, EJ, it's okay in life to accept that you have cheered for a losing team. Okay. I have spent my life in pain. I don't have white hair yet somehow, but for Steelers, I chose a fucking winner usually, except this year and last year, kind of. Uh, that's, that's open to interpretation. Uh, yeah. Can I ask you? I, I, I'm gonna, I'm done after this, and this is how we're gonna end the show. Dave, you're gonna do the sign up as soon as I ask this question, okay? Because it will make for a wonderful ending. Thanks for coming on, EJ. I'll say that quick. Yeah, thank you. Uh, who beat the Steelers in the playoffs last year? End the show. Eagles, and that gets. <laughs> just kidding. And getting to the conclusion that does it again. Thank you to EJ, Hike, uh, and Tyler, of course, the panel the main panel for the in the pocket segment uh, regrets sent for being absent. Jamie Antonello, that would be the fifth person on this, but however, thank you to everyone, everyone, a part of the game sports show family to the four here that do a great job all the time, even when I'm not here. Uh, and as well as the, uh, the listeners, make sure you hit like follow and subscribe on all of our platforms soon to be on video. Make sure you go to sports center bar and grill. Susie Amy Ontario's best sports bar, five years in a row, going to be six on Susie Amy Ontario's best wings, two years in a row, going to be three, Okay, so make sure you check them on social media as well. The food's delicious. Ask for the Game Sports Show pizza. That is a thing. They should know what it is. I'm going to quiz them now when I go there. So, Hike, maybe get Tiana uh, prepared on what the Game Sports Show pizza is. I might start. Can I get sent one of these pizzas? Uh, you, the pizzas are great. Now to the wrap-up. This has been In the Pocket, Episode 8, Season 5 of In the Pocket. I want to thank you again to everyone for taking the time. Thanks again to Hike, EJ, and Tyler. I'm here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, rainy threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.